Right, we're rolling. On this podcast, we'll be talking about different areas of business and all things marketing. My name is Dave Doyle. And I'm Dave Alton. This is Social Antics, another marketing podcast. On today's show, we are joined by Aaron Mansworth, who is the managing director of the Trigon Hotel Group based here in Cork. Aaron, welcome to Social Antics. David, how are you? Great to join you. Dave, good to see you both. Good, good. Are you keeping well? Yeah, not too bad. Listen, um, I suppose after what, what seems like 12 months, but is actually closer to sort of two years now, almost at this stage, you know, good to be back operating, having our teams back and customers coming in the door, leaving happy, all that. So listen, it's, 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 it's positive. Thank God, you know. Yeah, it must have been a kind of a cathartic experience for you almost, because you were obviously still, because the hotels are still operating, you know, ultimately, but not operating at the same level, anywhere near the same level that you wanted to be, obviously. Yeah, it was, it was a funny one, Dave, to be honest, in that you're, like, it was, it was very much stop-start, but I think our biggest learning, to be honest, early days was after the first lockdown, where everyone sort of had to lock down, um, and then, you know, the, the following lockdowns, you could stay open, if you wanted for emergency services and, and, and things like that, we, we made a very conscious decision to stay open right through afterwards because we, the first lockdown was very tough, very, very tough mentally. You could see it on people. Whereas what we got through the following lockdowns, you know, we kept people busy. We kept ourselves sort of motivated, you know, involved, and it just worked so much better. So we, ne- we didn't feel like we were... St- opening, closing, opening, closing, but it just felt we kept the momentum going. And it was amazing, some of the concepts and ideas. And it just meant when we did fully reopen, we were able to hit the ground running a lot more as well. So um, big learning for us, you know. And it's not only like, you know, a lot of people would have had the logistics and the nightmare of dealing with one business, maybe two businesses. You know, you're looking after three, and they're not small businesses, they're three big entities themselves. So you have the Metropole Hotel, the International Hotel, and the Airport Hotel. How, how was that logistically? Like, did you literally just treat each one separately? Like, you have a lot of staff even there to look after in that, in that terms. Um, I suppose, in a word, Dave, team, you know, you just you surround yourself with great people, and it means I do very little. I actually look busier than I am. <laughs> I'm lucky that way, and as most of the senior team would tell you the same, but no, on a serious note, listen, um, we, we just, we have great people in, in, in all three properties across, you know, the entire organisation. And, you know, you just you could just feel people pulling together. And, yeah, logistically, it was, you know, you'd have that. But, like, again, and not to give them the plug, but I will give them the plug, you know, a massive tool for us that we implemented a couple of years back. We were one of the first implementers of WorkVivo um, in Cork. Uh, and well, we, were, we were the number three client um, back, back a couple of years ago. Massive. That power of communication, of, of staying in touch, even with people that weren't on site, it was huge for us. We did an awful lot. We did an awful lot online. We did, you know, like true, true work people. We had a support hub, you know, where we help people with, you know, um, financials and it could have been socials. It could, it, it was a bit of everything to be honest, but it was, it was just keeping that connect and work people helped us with that. 
but it, that doesn't replace the sort of face-to-face -face or picking up the phone, but it will help us keep it keep it going. So that was a huge link between the three as well. But for me then, it was just driving around my letter that, you know, when I was stopped, um, <laughs> I, I was able to get in there. But as, as you said earlier, you know, there, there wasn't huge numbers around, but important to see as much face-to-face -face when we could, you know. And you mentioned there that, you know, you kind of kept the thing going and you came up with a lot of new ideas, concepts. Obviously, Work Vivo is one of those in terms of just how you kind of communicate, how you get things done operationally, how you make things more efficient. Is there any kind of key things that you learned from running the hotel group on COVID that you would say, yeah, we're actually going to, we're going to keep that. That could actually work for us. Like I even like I'm living in, actually I won't tell people where I'm living. <laughs> I live near one of the hotels that you're operating and I noticed that uh, the Met, the Met, um, the Metropole, and he did the outside area of all that the and all that. So it would, yeah. yeah. And it's the, um, I know I kind of saw myself, <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, I've got that wrong. So, but even the side there now, you're after creating your own kind of sub brands. I think Taco Rebel is one. Yeah. And you've also changed the Met. So outside is more takeaways and stuff like that. Is there anything else? And talking even to that, that you would say, yeah, that gave it, COVID almost gave us the space to think about these things and implement them that we wouldn't have done otherwise. Yeah, no, and it's a great point to be honest because like, I think, you know, if you were to ask me, like the whole area of innovation, like, you know, not to beat ourselves with a stick, but sometimes hotels, we get just sort of caught up with, you know, we're, we're, we're going down a certain track and we, we, we sort of stay on that track and we're, we're good at this and we, we don't know. What it really gives a chance to look at, and A, out of necessity in the beginning was to look at revenue streams, look at different revenue streams, but, you know, obviously, and in fairness to the government, government supports were excellent, you know, and I have to take my hat off. They've been excellent through this. And, you know, they looked after the most important world goal was the team members. So I, I suppose with that then, and once you knew that there was a bit of financial certainty there a little bit, it allowed us, right, we can innovate a little bit more. And I think that's what we did. And, you know, who would have thought that we were would be going house to house delivering afternoon tea? You know, at the height of a pandemic and stuff like that, when we were allowed to, of course, I, 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 I'll caveat that. But you know, it, it just just taught us that there's other other things out there, not to forget them, and that's what we're trying to do. And like you said there, like we, you know, we we used Harley Street. There was a perfect street. It's been there for a couple of years, and we'd always wanted to do something and do something. But this gave us the push to start saying, let's get this done. And like we looked at it last Christmas, and we had a little coffee hut down there. Obviously, unfortunately, we, we're not with Velo at the moment, but I'm sure David's going to work. Not at the moment, there was the important bit, right? It is, yeah. <laughs> points, you know. But, um, you know, I, I suppose it just gave us a chance to sort of say, right, let's drive on. Um, and it, it, you, you could see people lift. And I think that was a big piece around the innovation. But it also allowed us time to almost align the organisation a little bit more because one thing we always sort of find tight in, in hotels is time, you know, and you're always saying, Christ, I'd, lo I'd love to have the time to do this and do that. But we use that time in terms of alignment, our people, our exec team, you know, and that worked really well. And one, one, one other area where we really focused on maybe as more of a senior team as well was on, on personalities and traits and this profiling to understand each other a bit better. And I think that that was a huge area that, that that's always interested me as well, particularly is, you know, as a team, like we often sometimes look to people that are like ourselves, but like what we learned out of this is 
you know, if you're going to surround your people, yourself with people, surround yourself with good people, but with different strengths, and it might seem like common sense, but we don't always do it. So, and you might say, well, what's different to me? And sometimes having that profile in front of you will tell you, but it'll also help you to understand each other. And like one of the, one of the interesting things that I really found during the, during the pandemic was people's different reactions. We all hit walls, no matter how strong, how good. We all hit a wall at some stage. And it was, it was funny to see people hit walls at different times, but more so how the team reacted and pulled together to get people through that. And I think that's been immense. And I think is that there was a closeness form like at the start of every exec meeting that we would have had. So our exec would be our senior leadership team, say, we just uh, seven or eight people on it, and um, you know during during the pandemic we were we were we were having a ten o'clock call every morning. We were all you know we were all pretty much remote. I would have worked every day from site. It's just it was personal choice. I needed to come in and and, and deal with it. But you know even at the start of those meetings we did different exercises. Whether it was yoga, breathing exercise, uh, a WhatsApp game, or so. just you know it might be talk about our favorite holiday destination. But it also helped us sort of bond a little bit more, but understand, right, lads, we're humans here as well, you know. So I think there was a lot of good practice. And the key thing is out of all of this is that it'll only have been good and worthwhile if we put it into practice and keep it and deliver it going forward. So lots of stuff. But I, I suppose I love the innovation piece really, really, you know, to sort of say there's, there's revenue streams out there, you know. Let's not just stop. Let's not go back to the old way, you know. I'm telling you now, if I had gone into my boss in work and they had said you're in the middle of lockdown, think of your best holiday destination, I'd have jumped across the table and I'd have strangled them then and there. Or do your yoga. Apologies. <laughs> I think, I think though, when what you're kind of touching on there, like, and that's really, really strong for any business to look at is like, you know, building that, um, you know, we hear about this word, about the culture, you know, and building that com- internal company culture. And, and that's not only what you do, like, you know, you've obviously, you know, you're giving projects to people, whether it's Harley Street, but you also have stuff like, you know, you do your yearly award ceremonies, you do, I think you've done Trigon's Got Talent, you know, you do, I've seen you cycling to your heart's content there recently doing the charity day, you know, all these kind of events. And it's fantastic for businesses to see it, like, you know, and as you already mentioned, the whole idea of a team, that this is obviously a way that you bring a set of three businesses together, you know, to kind of get involved in one project. Yeah, I know. And it, what's very important there to, from the outset is like, we were very lucky we hired an excellent uh, strategic director of HR um, a little under three years ago. And the word strategic is very important in that title because you've directors of HR, but we specifically went after a strategic director. Um, because, you know, we, you know, obviously we had a lot of work to do around our employer brand and as an industry. And it's something we've worked very, very hard on um, over, over, over the last number of years. And we could see that stand to us and a standing to us now in terms of the, the caliber candidate that we get. And, you know, and plus I, I think it does foster a good spirit across the organization because it was funny that spin it on you were talking about a couple of weeks ago. It was probably the first time that a lot of people, even in our organization, had met face to face. You know, a lot of hiring during the process. But the sense of camaraderie even that day, it just it made me say, Christ, we need to get people back meeting and, you know, team events a bit more and stuff like that. But, you know, like the whole CSR piece has always been massive to us in Trigon. Even when we started as, as one hotel in Cork International, you know, we were always on the CSR piece where it was the Southside Sports Awards, you know, which are now the Community Spirit Awards. And we've, we've always had, we've always had, you know, a charity of choice. And um, like last year, and, and like speaking of initiatives during lockdown, I, one I will bring up, which was 
phenomenal it was coming out of the first lockdown last year and um, the rainbow club down in Mahan um, I don't know if you're if you're if you're familiar yeah. with it um, with, with, with autistic children and my two my, my, my two boys attended down there years ago and it was a massive help and support and we've always stayed close with them personally but and um, Karen and the team down there are amazing and you know obviously for charities tough time to fundraise and um, during, during lockdown but when we were reopening after the first lockdown you know we were conscious of well we need to come up with an idea of what could we do to sort of test the hotel a little bit and you know, we were coming up and do we give away a wedding or do we do this, we do that. So as a team, we sat down and and and, and somebody came up with the bright idea. I'd love to take credit, but I can. <laughs> um, is, is you know, to raffle the hotel for a weekend and the proceeds. Oh, yes, yeah. The Rainbow Club. And by that, it was going to go to a family of 30 people that could come for the first weekend, take over the hotel and test a few things for us and just give us a bit of feedback and bang, 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 get the staff back reacquainted with meeting people face to face. And, you know, we thought, no, great, listen, I was, we remember talking to Karen, listen, we might, we might raise five, ten grand or whatever. It was 40 plus grand. It was phenomenal. But more importantly for us, like, it got us to, it, it got us to test. But, you know, it was so great to be able to hand Karen, you know, the check, you know, I and mean, Carmel and the team. So I was like, I take all the credit of you. It's down to me, you know, but um you know, Carmen and the team there, they did a phenomenal job. But like, again, it was creative, but it, 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 I'm not going to say tick the CSR box, but that's always in our thinking when, when we're doing stuff. So this year, no, we, we signed up with, um, we, we signed up with Cope Foundation. And um, so they're now our char- charity of choice. And as you can see, we're, we're doing massive amounts with them now at the moment, including Ability at Work, which, which is bringing people into the workforce and stuff like that. And it's just been amazing. And you know what? It just gives us all such a lift, um, and it's it's great. And you know we're lucky that the team buys into it, um, and we, you know it just it's it's nice to be able to do that as well. And I think long term, it's it's not about just helping our employer brand, but we mean it. And we and, and I know Dave, you've been with us before, like, and mm-hmm. you know we 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 care about our people and we care about our brand. And um, so yeah, you know that's 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 it. I'll, I'll stop waffling there now for a second. You know, no, no, not at all. And. You, you mentioned there about hiring and, you know, putting emphasis on specific skill sets or, you know, looking after or looking for people, I should say, with people with specific experiences. You even recently you done um, a recruitment day drive where you actually had a physical recruitment day. Like how, how you don't see a massive amount of those unless it's big, big corporations or, you know, a recruit, big recruitment company might do it and get different brands like yourselves into a room. But to actually have, we'll say, a local business uh run the day like this how, how important are those kind of days to to, to try on um i think to be honest the, the 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 whole the whole thing really is that you've got to look at every angle for recruitment um and like you you know you know you were asking dave earlier about you know things that we've learned um through you know through the pandemic and it's it's to look at things differently look at other options things that you might have ruled out in the past Relook at them. Will they work? And like to have it on site, you know, is is very important. It was it was nice. It was it's it's nice engagement, but you just don't know what gems you're going to get. So like we you know we've we've done virtual, we've done we've done on site. You know, there's 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 new campaigns out there for people you know that want to get back into the workforce that may may have been out of the workforce for a long time. And um, so we 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 look we look at we look at 
every aspect there because like i suppose one of the things that you know i'd be very very keen to get the message out there's just fabulous career pathways um in in the hospitality industry you know like we've had some fantastic success stories we we did we, we did a training management development program um, over the last number of years which was accredited accredited to sitting guild and to see people grow and like the best the best buzz i get in, in my role is to see people develop I've seen people that have started as, as KPs and, you know, work up as far as, as sous chefs. I've seen housekeeping assistants work up to accommodation managers, to duty managers, to assistant general managers. That's the buzz. That's, and to see people de develop. So I think that, you know, it's, it's it, but there, there's, there's routes for everybody. You know, some people start up the academic route and I gotta be careful here not so there's an academic in the room with us. <laughs> you know, there's, and some people will, will do, a, do a hybrid of both, which is sort of the, the route that I went, um, you know, from a family business to college. But I always look back in the practical experience, you know, to people that go completely start with the academic route. There's the, then there's the others that want to go through a training management program. So that's the great thing about our industry is the progress, the development. Sometimes you hear about the negatives too much. And I think that perception of our industry has been damaged over a number of years. And I think some of it is a bit unfair because I think over the last number of years, we really worked hard to change that. Maybe we don't sing it enough from the rooftops. And listen, there are, are still certain aspects that are tough. You know, there's some parts of it are still on social hours, but you know, in most other aspects, it's moved. And in, 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 in a lot of cases, it's even it's even better but I, I think that you know it's it's coming back to that options for career pathways you know it's huge for our industry and I think it's something that you will see coming out from us I say when I say us from us as Trigon us as the Irish Hotels Federation working associated with, with, with Paul Ireland to really drive this message will be massive and you know I know that the likes of Simon Harris and people like that are very interested in this and, and this, this is, there's a lot of work to do. And I think it's good that we've got, I, I'm not gonna say it's blank canvas, but you know, it's a good chance to sort of reset the wheel as well and, and work on new initiatives for our industry and really drive it on with passion. But because what you must remember always is our industry about people, people, people. It's about people looking after people. It's that simple. So we gotta get, we gotta get both sides right, you know? I think, I, I think um, you said there, the, the passion side of it, like, and you already mentioned, I. I I done I done my stint under under your umbrella as well for a few years, which was fantastic. Um, and you haven't recovered since. I haven't recovered since. No, <laughs> I haven't stepped foot in the hotel yet. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, but I think that whole you know onboarding process is very very important. And you you already mentioned the the training and the development programs that you run. But the big word for me is passion. And, and I've worked in everything from country pubs down Wexford up to nightclubs in Dublin hotels. The whole lot. I've done it all as well. But it's an industry you either love or you hate, if that makes sense. You know, you, you can go into it, you can have a bad experience, but I think that's more so down to the person. I think if you love hospitality, you will stick with it and you'll stay with it because there is such a buzz in dealing with people and looking after people. Yeah, no, it, it, it's true. It, it's true. But it's it, unfortunately that we, we're, we're, we probably won't be able to rely on that number anymore that really just love it and enjoy it because I think we're seeing numbers dwindle and um, hmm. last week, you know, see the CAO numbers and the point levels for some of the, some of the main course out there have come down considerably, which is, which is a telltale at the moment. And there's, there's, there's an educational piece around that as well, because, you know, I go back to having to educate people of, you know, the great options here. There are great conditions, 
Now we've, we've got to remind people, you know, and I look at career, career you know, career guidance teachers there, you know, we, we've got to work with them. We've got to work with parents, you know, sometimes the perception is there. If I have two young boys, like if they came to me in the morning and said, dad, I think you're going into hospitality, you know, I would be jumping on down and saying, yeah, it's, it's a great, but I, I want to help you. But a lot of people wouldn't feel, feel that way. Um, and it's until we change that perception, we've got, we, we have a lot of work to do. But, you know, as you said, David, when you're bitten by it, you're bitten by it, you know, and it's, it's, there's no better industry. And I think is that, you know, we've got to get to the point where people coming into the industry, we can help find them, help find them, find our bug, if that makes sense. Mm. Because I, I, I got to be careful to talk about generational uh, things here now, because I get myself into trouble very quickly. But, you know, like we're seeing, we are seeing, you know, different mindsets and perceptions out there. Whereas, you know, for us, you know, we would have been bitten by the bug and it was about the job. Whereas, you know, for a lot of people out there now, it's about the, it's about the paycheck and, you know, and life balance. And so, and, and there's nothing wrong with that because, you know, it's, it's about that reset and finding the fine, the fine balance. But um, yeah, we need, we need more people bitten by that bug, you know. And what do you think? Cause I suppose, if you take my students, right, so business, marketing, commerce, that kind of general, that kind of general kind of a genre, shall we say, like if you look at their top three, we say companies, who do you want to work for? Inevitably, Heineken will be top, Diageo will probably be second, and then there'll be some other events or something like that, third. In reality, a lot of what they would do in those types of jobs is probably very, very similar, actually, to the career paths that you would offer in hospitality and so on and so forth, and particularly the hotel industry in particular. What is it that you would say to, again, let's say a student, I know you're saying the points have gone down, but let's say um, a commerce grad or a business studies grad or a master's grad in management or something like that. What would you say to them in terms of you should go and start working in hotels, you should come work for Trigon, and these are the reasons that you should absolutely come and work for us? Uh, great question. Um, you know, I, I suppose, again, I go back to the opportunities, and it's sometimes pe- people think working in hotels is just about um, serving tea and coffee or making up bedrooms or whatever. They forget, like, say, like with us, we have a full digital, market, uh, digital marketing department, you know, where, where you, you, you've got, you know, a digital marketing manager is, is handing a large budget, you know, across a very extensive organization, which is very challenging. So those roles are there. And, you know, you touch on the event role as well. Like a number of years ago, five years ago to, to the date, if she's listening, Sandra, she'd be delighted that I remember that it was this week, is we hired Sandra Murphy, you know, and we created a specific role for, to create our own events, you know, and we we did we we did we did the oyster and seafood festival. We did the travel fair. We did the chocolate festival and uh, car show. You know, to create a whole list. And I know I've missed ones there, so I apologise, Sandra, if you listen. But the, the, the reason the reason being is that those events, that type of event, is is a massive scale. is very challenging, but very rewarding as well. And sometimes I just think people's perception of what hotel work is is very pigeonholed. And that's our fault. We're not, you know, we've, we've got to sell that story better. We've got to get that out there. So I suppose what I'd be saying to you, David, is, is this, there's great challenges, there's great conditions, there's great wages, you know, all, all of the above, you know. I think just there's just that sometimes for us, what we do see is people coming in from other industries sometimes is it, it, it's so fast paced because we're 24 seven and, and, and there's, there's a lot going on, you know. And I remember hiring, you know, 
And when we heard our first digital marketing manager, a great gentleman, he came in, did a, a wonderful job. And this was like, I think we were one of the first hotels, believe it or not, in Cork, to have a digital marketing manager, if not the first. And, and you know, like he came in, but like I always remember in, in the initial conversations was, how are we getting on, how are we getting on? And it was just, there was a lot going on. It's, it's coming from all angles, you know? And that's, that's the pace because like, you know, like say between three hotels, you could have 10 or 12 different outlets. You could have leisure center, you could have, you can have restaurants, you can have all who want a piece of the pie and who need a piece of it. So again, that's about putting in the, the proper structure, communication, the right teams. But you know, the big learning curve for us was like in early days was social media, like in the right platforms. And we're very lucky. We have, we, we have an amazing digital marketing manager. I'm not gonna say name, don't guess anyone gets any ideas or anything like that. Um, but you know, I, and again, you know, she's educated me in particular about you know, the, you know, the right markets for the right segments because I was like, we're not here, we need to do this, we need to do it. And but it's it's it it it's it, 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 it's intriguing, and that's the great thing, and that's what I would say to people about. Our game is, it's never boring. There's always something happening. You're always looking, you're looking at different markets, you're looking at different seasons, you're looking at uh, uh, just, it, and, and if, you, if you've if you got that drive and you want to challenge, it's like Dave said, if, you, if you're bitten by that bug, like if you just want to sort of have a box here and you know, it, it's, you, you might find it challenging. Whereas with us, you're always thinking, you're always moving and that's, 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 that's the buzz. It's not, it's not for everybody, but again, you know, our industry, you know, is, is, is going to create massive opportunities. But I'd also go back to one of the main reasons why I did, why I did hospitality is, is the ability to travel as well. And, you know, you, you, can, you can get out and you can see the world, you know, with, with those skill sets, particularly, you know, if you're in a hotel, it's, it's, very, it's very transferable as well, you know. So there'd be some of the things there, you know. Is, is there markets, I suppose, you know, you would have had your probably predominant markets, as you mentioned there, that you would travel and focus on and, you know, get bringing in the tourists from those areas. Is there new markets now maybe that you're looking at coming out of COVID and, you know, that restart button is happening, you know, who, who are you kind of identifying that you need to get here now? Um, well, a, a great a great success story for us in, in terms of markets and brands was the international. Um, so last summer, like the international was always very reliant on the airport, international traveler, um, corporate day and off season. But the summer, last summer, we weren't going to have any of that business. So we, we sort of repositioned ourselves and we always had a family element. We knew we could do that piece well, but we went nuts and bolts, family market. In the last two summers, we it was amazing. So much so is that you know the international um, about six weeks ago moved to number one hotel in Cork and TripAdvisor, which has been massive. We've been sort of on, we've been stuck in number two behind the five star property in Cork for a long time, but we, we finally moved. And six weeks at Touchwood, now Carmel Kilmish has me talking about it, um, <laughs> and again I take credit for that. Is <laughs> the family market you know that that was a huge that was a huge brand you know move over the summer and i i think we are we are going to have to be flexible because like you know the international market isn't going to come back and you know as strong as we think yes you know i had what was the number i was looking at earlier was you know this is coming from a study there that we we, we're on today with 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 str you know and they were saying is that delight are saying like that you know it's going to be Q4 before we really see business travel back to the levels of 2019. Mm. So that's going to leave a gap in the market. So we've got to make sure how do we keep the domestic market going because you know come next year a lot of them are, are going to want to leave. And um, you're 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 all you're you're always looking. We've got to see 
who who wants to travel again, um, you know, and 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 sort of stagger that. But the good news is is that like a lot of the tour operators, the Americans, they want to come back. We just got to make sure that we're ready, we're geared. Um, but you know, again, there's a lot of factors in this. Is is that you know we 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 we've had a lot of learnings over the last while. You know, so it's 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 keeping those in place so we don't we don't shoot ourselves in the foot next year and have a silly race to the bottom. You know, rate integrity is important because like and what people don't understand is that rate is well one of the reasons why and this isn't about rate gouging or you know and I think there was great value there this summer. You know, you look at it like an, again speak speak of our own like we I'm looking at the international there's some amazing family packages there. You know, with Fort Leahy's farm, all these. All these, you know, add-ons to it. It was phenomenal. The cinema room included, you know. But so it, that's the important piece is that you know we don't lose a run of ourselves as well. But, but you know, rate integrity is important because you know, like we we're going to have a lot of costs coming down the line. Things are getting more expensive, and you know, support trees back. You know, and we've got to keep our products maintained as well. So there's. We're moving into a very, very interesting year. I think 22 is, is, is going to be a fun year between supports being pulled back. You know, we're going to see international travelers coming back, corporates coming back, maybe not to the volumes that we're used to. Um, so it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. But yes, you're always, you're always looking for, for that new market. And, you know, as I was sort of saying, there's like, even the takeaway market and stuff like that. Always looking where, where can you generate you know, revenue, but again, you have to be clever about it as well. Where's the best use of your resources as well, you know? You mentioned um, kind of digital marketing. You've already emphasized the importance of your team and you mentioned TripAdvisor there again, which I think is kind of fascinating, the different approaches, the different hotel managers or groups have towards their employees and TripAdvisor in particular. So a colleague of mine over in the University of Edinburgh did a study pre-COVID where he basically kind of proved that if you show up to a hotel check-in desk and you happen to have a TripAdvisor keyring or something like that, you will automatically be treated better by the staff on the basis that, or you could be named in the actual TripAdvisor review or it could result in bonuses for them, depending on the way hotels operate. What do you do for your staff or what do you think is the best way forward? Because I know some hotels, TripAdvisor is almost like a surveillance tool if you get a bad review and a staff member has been named, it's Armageddon. But it then some people use it then to, for promotions and things like that. How do you kind of use TripAdvisor? Again, clearly you're using it very, very well, given that you're, you're number one. Um, I, I suppose, listen, anything that's going to provide you with learnings, you know, is, 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 is a positive, you know. And, uh, you know, one, one thing we don't do in our culture is like, we don't, we, you know, we don't beat, we don't beat our staff up over, like if there's mistakes or if there's, listen, these things happen, it's a learning, but like, I suppose a culture, and I'm not sure they've, they've, would you remember, but like one thing we've done and like I'm based in the international for the last 12 years and for the last 12 years, we, we've had a very strong mystery shopper. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, so like we would get a 64 page report monthly where, and we take it, we, we take it very serious. So it all links into one another. So like, it's not just thinking about the one person that's coming in. It could be a reviewer, could be this. If you get the culture where every single person that works, walks through your door is treated properly and specially, you never have to worry about it. And that's hard, don't get me wrong, but we have a mantra and we have a culture and it's something we hang our coat on very strongly. It's called PPP, which is our passionate pursuit of perfection. And it comes from the Vince Lombardi sort of 
learning that listen if you aim for perfection you're you're not going to ever really achieve perfection but you'll attain excellence as you go along and we really we really believe in that and the reason we do that is is that if if for whatever reason a team member does something that's not correct and i include myself because i get pulled quite a bit by, by by some of our team if i'm not doing something right instead of saying that's wrong we say guys it's not ppp yeah and it's a different it's a very different field to say that's wrong that that's not ppp and they understand that ppp is the culture and that's what we believe in and in order to do it right it needs to be ppp versus that's wrong so and we will we'll always take and to go back to tripadvisor we'll always take the earnings we take every review very personally and we look at it and this is every now and then unfortunately you do you know you do come up against one or two and sometimes it's very genuine and very honest but i think is that if you know you like the, the the ultimate trick and the secret to it all is is that you've got to catch people before they leave if they're unhappy or if they're happy as well but if somebody's had a negative experience have we got the right tools have we got the right mechanisms Everybody checks out, was your stay okay? Mm, it wasn't great. Does the receptionist pick up on that body language and that's that hesitation? And right, listen, would you would you, you know, would you speak to somebody if, if you know, can I take a minute? And if there's something there, and nine times out of ten, it's it's the it's the recognition. And you know, we another big piece for us is empowerment. And you talk, you know, you talk about, you know, I, I remember one night we were there and a team member, she, she, she was doing the right thing and she did the right thing. She was empowered and there was a there was a slight guest issue and, you know, the guest had an issue over dinner and, you know, there was a big family of them there and, listen, they ended up having a minor issue, but, you know, she thought the right thing was to comp the entire check was about 300 euros. <laughs> and and you, you could come in and you could go, right, no, and, and throw your toys out. Absolutely not. In good faith, she made a decision and a call to sort of say, right, I'm going to correct this. The learning would therefore, the guest left ecstatic. Yeah. And we saw <laughs> I'll see you next week. <laughs> we'll be back again. I hope we get one more dodgy starter. <laughs> but this is ultimately, you know, she did what she needed to do. Like, I, I was lucky. I, 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 I worked in a, a lovely hotel in New York, and the mantra of that hotel was, was that, you know, our job is to get the guests to return with a smile on their face. And that, and that, you know, it's that simple, you know? So if, if you look at the learning, you know, by, by that 300 complimentary dinner, it did give us a good segue into a learning. And it, it sort of said, well, we're giving the empowerment. Maybe we just need to do a little bit of work around that. But the last thing I would have done would have been, you know, come in and chastised and said, yeah. oh, it's ridiculous. You can't, you can't. People are going to... I'm not going to say make mistakes. They're going to have learnings, and we we all did. And we listen. I I, I think it's some of the learnings are mistakes I've had in my career today. Like, and that's that's part and parcel of it. So you know what? And, and it's it's if people learn from it and and and, and utilize it the next time. That's that's all we can ask. So it go it, that ties into the tripadvisor culture in that we just don't focus on a tripadvisor guest, but it would be is try and get to the culture where every guest is treated the same, and that's where you see your consistency because like. For me, I want to see our mystery shoppers, which we take very seriously, and there's massive learnings and trainings out of them for all of us. And sometimes it highlights the most stupid things that you might you mightn't think of as as a hotelier. And it, the important thing is we're seeing it from the eyes of a guest. It gives us the opportunity. You know, sometimes it might be well, you've got a wrong pencil that keeps rolling off the table instead of having a pencil. You know, and you might you might laugh at that, but 
sometimes it's, it's a really, really good point, you know. So that's that's what I would say about TripAdvisor, you know. I think um, when, you, when you mentioned there about, you know, uh, your job is to get someone to return with a smile, it just it kind of, you know, we've talked to, to so many other people about, you know, in terms of marketing nowadays, it's all about stories you tell, building a brand, but a lot of brands are built around a face, you know, or a person or an identity within the business. And I suppose it's very hard for a hotel almost sometimes to do that when it's kind of quite a, you know, quite a faceless kind of thing, if that makes sense. You know, you're building the whole brand and perception on the name or or even the logo, you know. So, so that in-house experience is absolute key for when that comes because they're not going to come otherwise if that makes sense it's all about the minute they come in the door from then on do you not remember those terrible lenny henry ads no where he used to go around to the fucking no. <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant. brilliant there's your face to the brand okay, sorry I'll have to watch, I'll have to watch that one let's watch that one but i think i think that that's that was kind of it was just catching me there like you know it's very hard to build a uh a face of the brand for a hotel if that makes sense when it's not uh maybe a fa- like something like a family-owned hotel or yeah it, and, and it's hard as well Dave because like you can you you know you can be over branded or over aligned on one person as well yeah and should anything happen and that's where it comes back to culture it's about we you know we 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 there's a great there's a great mantra that they came up with over we're, we're great for mantras and and, <laughs> and that, but we believe in it you know and and and, and our sales and marketing team came up with one over the pandemic was was i can't but we can you know and and, and you know and, and that's what we have to remember and so like what we want is is a culture of when you walk in the door that everybody is 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 empowered everyone feels you know important both the guest because you know it's very important as well that we get the internal guest right as well as well as the external guest um, and you can see that's my american training internal and external guests coming up come on me but like i think it's 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 very, it's very important to have you know, because like there's no point having the guest coming in and being completely you know, looked after if your internal guest doesn't feel the same and f- same love and respect as well and it, it's about that balance so if we just hang our hook on one person and, and you know if that person leaves or you lose that person and you're starting all over again yeah. so it's about balance you know and that's why you know you'll see from from our own organization we try, we try and share the love across the organization, but include include our people, you know, and I mean across the organization. Like we've done a couple of great profile pieces there over the last couple of months uh, with the Echo on relocations of people that relocated to Cork. And, you know, we had some fantastic people included, really brilliant stories, brilliant, brilliant people. And, and, and you know, and it's, it's, it's to make sure that they feel part of the organization as well. Like there's 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 no hierarchy in the organization, you know. We're one big team, and I don't say that. He said, "That's a bit cliche." We we believe that, you know, and we we try and foster that family that family feel. Like, and listen, we make mistakes, you know. You you hope you get it right most of the time, but there's times where we you know we 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 mess up. But you know, I I think the intention is there to do it right, you know. In terms of your broader kind of business strategy then, so obviously people clearly is at the forefront of your strategy. One thing that I suppose has completely blitzed your industry more than most over the last kind of, I suppose, 10 years is um, tech and digital in particular. And I'm thinking two main kind of things that have rocked the boat there. One is the emergence of your OTAs. Yeah. Um, and your use and your usage of them. And then secondly, then is your emergence of Airbnb and taking some of your market or redistributing the market or possibly creating even new markets. 
what's your or how much emphasis do you place? And you mentioned you have a digital marketing team. How much emphasis do you place on technology? What's there at the moment? What's possibly coming down the tracks? And how much of that, like, I mean, I know at the start, it was very much, okay, we don't really want booking.com because they take 30% of our bloody margin. As you're coming out of COVID now in particular, where margin is going to be very, very interesting, because again, your uh, supports are kind of slowly going to disappear. We don't really know how the market's going to respond. How are you kind of tackling that kind of digital piece when it's kind of very, very unknown still what environment you're facing into? Just that's a fairly tough and uh, loaded question there, no, with, with content, Dave, but you get, you, <laughs> yeah. get used to, you get used to it after a while. Take <laughs> <laughs> coffee break. No, I, listen, on a serious note, like, and I suppose just, just to start, everything you said there, no matter what happens, you've got to focus on yourself. Like, if you look too much outside of the box and worry about what's coming at you and what you could include there, as well as competitors and stuff like that, so, First, you have to make sure your, your own brand is right, that you, you've got your own, you know, that you've got your own house in order. Um, and it, it's funny, I had a conversation with somebody only yesterday about the emergence of OTAs. And, you know, in a lot of ways, it, it gave us a, a bit of a kick up the arse as an industry to sort of say, well, we need to refocus. We got complacent and, you know, to a degree, it made us look at ourselves. But, you know, again, you have to take on that challenge. How do you drive those people to your own brand web, you know? And that's... That's, you know, that's that's the challenge, you know, and listen, times are changing, people want ease of access. So like we like we're we're currently you now say we're about to start a trial with our own online check-in process for the international for corporate guests and things like that. So like we're moving with the times and you know you talk you talk you, you touched on, on on tech there. You know, I think at times our industry at times was leading and at other times was behind because like you know the whole area of, of AI is important, you know, and like we've got to look, we've got to look at all this. And I think the emergence of, you know, a lot of the, the newer type of hotels, the more tech sort of driven hotels, you know, the Citizen M, the Arlo hotels, you know, these sort of chains that, you know, you've got your online check-in in a booth as, as you go in, you, you can start to see a few of them come, you know, in Dublin and there's- It drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. I, I, want go, I, I want to go in brilliant. and I think it's brilliant. deal with someone. Nah. But, but see, and, and this goes back to your brand and it goes back to, you have to look at what people want. And, you know, like, that's why we will never go, say, say the international, we never go full sort of online check-in or machine you know, or whatever. But you, you, you do have a certain amount of the market that want that. Mm. And, and particularly with the corporate traveler that just wants to come in, doesn't want to see people. So, and, and that's the biggest piece for us. It's, it's managing that, how much of your resources do you put in? Um, but you have, you have to test and trial it and you have to look at it. So like, say we've got the airport hotel now, um, not the international, obviously the airport hotel is closed at the moment, um, because just through the pandemic and with the airport closed uh, until uh, November, uh, mid-November, you know, it, it doesn't warrant having two, two airport hotels open. So we've got to look at our concept and sort of say, what, what is the guest that's coming back? But you do have to look at it and like, you know, go back to the tech point and you know the likes of airbnb and, and all those and you can discuss regulation and it's unfair it's not level playing fields you know it's like the student accommodation debate at the moment there's an awful lot in that field and that area but you ultimately have to look at your own and say right have we got our house in order you know why are people going to pick us over you know these and you have to make sure and it's tough listen when you're handing over 18 percent commissions and stuff like that 
it, it is it is it is tough but you know you just have to keep making sure that it forms part of your strategy that you're just not going to roll over and start say well you know that's a cost we're just going to have to suck up you know and that's where your kpis and your targets if last year it was x percent of your your turnover you know how you know let's put, let's put a focus and say how do we take x percent off that for for this year and listen it's a challenge i think in the advent of um, of ease, people want to be able to book in an app and keep their confirmations there. But you know, are we moving? Are we moving with those times as well? So it's it's a challenge, but I think it, it's it's something there. It's an area, Dave, that we've got it. Like the tech, um, I'm just trying to think there now. You know, even if I look across, you know, look outside of our look, look outside of Ireland. You know, there's some there's some there's some good examples coming down uh, down the line. But I also agree with Dave. And not using that that human that that human touch either. So mm. that's that's the challenge. How do you marry both? But I think what you'll see, and I, I think you, what you can start to see in Cork already, is the emergence of a couple of new type of hotels. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's great because what we have to look at that. I don't fear them, and I don't say, "Oh Christ, another hotel. It's competition." It's another market. Are they appealing to another market that's yes. going to come in and bring new people? And that's what we have to look at. Is and like how as an area then or as a region as a destination can we say we're going to bring more people in and because we have so many offerings you know because like not everybody wants to come and stay in the metropole 124 124 year old building and i know my wonderful personality will attract attract a certain amount but the, the thing is you know other people, you know, you know, there's going to be a certain market that won't want to stay there. But have we got that offering in Cork so that all of a sudden it's not, well, Cork doesn't have that, so I'm going to go and stay in Galway, I'm going to stay in Dublin. So that's that's going to come in time. And listen, we're very fortunate. Like, and I think, you know, a, a big, big shout out to Pure Cork and the work that they've done yeah. over the last number of years. And that brand and Cork has really, you know, outpunched many destinations, or particularly over the last two years, We've really seen that sort of brand work for us, and Seamus and the team in there have done an amazing job. And um, so, you know, really, really delighted. So I segue there a little bit. I tend to do that. So. That's all right. That's all right. Usually these kind of interviews go well, ask something, and then it'll go totally different direction. We're like, brilliant. That's a great story. Happy days. <laughs> I think that that's important. What you mentioned there about the pure cork, and and you know, we see them across every you know city and big town across Ireland, and and even further afield, but. I do think it's very, very important that, you know, you, you said you have a marketing team there, like, you know, that your team get involved with those initiatives, latch on to them, promote them, help them. You're there to help each other, you know, whereas you can see other brands maybe around the place that should be latched on to them that won't, you know, and they're not going to see the benefit from it then, unfortunately. Absolutely. And listen, you know, unfortunately, I sit on, sit on the board of Visit Cork as well. Like when, when, that, when that whole collaboration came about, and you see Cork Chamber, Cork Airport, City and County Councils, um, hoteliers, and um, I'm going to forget somebody, retail, you know, <laughs> around the table, you know, and pulling together. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. And like, if you, look at, if you look at some of the initiatives that have come out from both city and county, you know, it's, it's been phenomenal, you know, and, and they're great to work with the Pure Cork brand then as well, you know, like you, you, you saw what, you know, City Council and, and County Council did with, you know, with the outdoor dining this year. You saw the interactive maps that were done by the county dish. It's, it's phenomenal. It really is. And at Cork, we should be very lucky because like, you know, rather than competing against each other, you know, 
you can see that collaboration of city and county. So when guests come and stay in, in a city centre hotel, they're not, you know, if they want more than a city, uh, you know, a city experience, you know, 10 minutes they're, they're down in the, the metropolis that is Cove, you know, as you know, I'm a Cove man, so <laughs> still the virtues of Cove. But, you know, you're looking at, you're looking at, you know, they've got that, you know, the community city or vice versa, somebody that's staying in the county, you know, that says, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to pop in around the city and see the city. You know, it's, we, we have both and we're so lucky and to see that sort of merge together under Pure Cork is, 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 is fantastic. And I think it's something we're going to see go from strength to strength, which is fantastic, you know. You, you mentioned the the um, the outdoor dining there and, you know, the kind of atmospheres that's been built over the last couple of months. We, we've talked about it here, even, you know, that, that businesses have really embraced it. Like, you know, we've already talked about, you know, Hardy Street there beside the mesh that, you know, we're, there's a there's a there's a new vibe across Cork and not even Cork it's probably across probably every city and town across Ireland you know that there's a different experience now when you go outside and we've talked about that we really hope that this stays you know that it just mm. when everything goes back to normal and everyone's back indoors that we start bringing in the seats lads you know we start look we live in Ireland it's going to rain it's going to be these things but I think we have to kind of combat that and me personally I much prefer going out now it's a much different atmosphere it's a much different experience yeah, absolutely. And it's a typical hotel. We just have a big lawnmower driving outside our window there at this moment. <laughs> um, apologies. Um, oh, it's good to see the place getting kept up going. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did. Listen, if you haven't worked in a hotel, that is typical of a hotel. You just never know what's coming around the corner, which is brilliant. No, uh, I'm, ju- I'm just used to exploding lecture podiums and that type of thing instead. Like, <laughs> Harder work. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, but, no, to go to go back in that point, uh, just about the outdoor dining, couldn't agree more. And to be honest, while I think it it did spread across the country, Cork, believe it or not, from different forums were involved. Cork actually led the way massively, and I, I think it put it on a national level. And you know, we're, we're talking about the likes of Princess Street, and like I've been in forums where people from around the country have said, you know, how 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 was that done, and you know, you know who was involved in that and we've heard so much about this but I think a great nod of confidence was there was additional funding granted there during the week to outdoor dining to a number of things saw that yeah and I think I think you're, you're not you're not talking sort of chicken feed like you know that was I think was close to another million or one point million or yeah. so it's great and I agree with you we need to embrace we need to keep it going a hundred percent you know I think that's a very, very positive note to end things on, I think. Um, thanks very much. That was very, very interesting. And again, I think the core message here is, I think it's your hotel. Your people make your hotel and they make that brand and you have your supporting strategy. And then if everyone in the broader region, if you like, gets behind that, then I know it's cliched and I hate cliches, but rising tide lifts all boats and all that kind of stuff. So now really, really good to hear from you. Thanks very much. Great, nice to listen. Great to be here and uh, listen, thanks thanks for having me and uh, look forward to seeing you in the property soon anyway, all right? Look after yourselves and thanks again. Take care, thanks very much.